Good Monday evening to everyone. Uh, welcome to a special edition of the Sideline Junkies, presented to you by Anchor FM. Uh, it's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG on this somber Monday. And uh, unless you're living under a very, very huge rock, you know why it's somber. Um, helicopter crash yesterday took the lives of nine people. Uh, nine people won't, you know, they didn't return home yesterday. I don't know where to begin, but uh, I never thought that I'd be doing a somber tribute show to a player that I've watched since I was 14 years old. And, you know, I watched Evolve from a skinny 17-year-old kid, 18-year-old kid come, you know, Coming up on the scene, taking Brandy to prom, and then being drafted by the Charlotte Hornets and immediately traded to the LA Lakers and blossom into the Black Mamba. Now, I'm not going to fake and I'm not going to mince words for a period of time. During Kobe Bryant's career, I couldn't stand him. I couldn't stand the Lakers because they were just that damn good. I have respect for those teams, but I couldn't stand them. Though that three peat, uh, they were just so dominant, and I hated it. <laughs> I'm a Bulls fan, but I hated it because I wanted that to be uh my Bulls, not the Lakers. But overall respect for Kobe. Never wavered, not one bit. And as everyone knows, we lost uh, Kobe, his daughter Gigi, Gianna. Uh, we lost uh, baseball coach and parent of one of the other players as well as a Another player is uh, John Altobelli, who was the head baseball coach at Orange Coast College. Um, his wife, Carrie, and his youngest daughter, Alyssa, were all <clears throat> on uh, the helicopter that crashed yesterday in Calabasas. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm just, my throat's dry. Uh, I'm trying to get through this. I'm trying to push through and do this right. So, please forgive me. Um, also on the helicopter was Christina Mouser, who was an assistant basketball coach for the Mamba Academy. Uh the Altobellis leave behind uh, a son and a daughter. 
to cherish their memory. Um, Coach Mouser, she lives behind her husband and three children. And uh, just... Um, also on the helicopter was, uh, Sarah Chester and her 13 year old daughter, Peyton. Uh, Peyton was also a basketball player and the pilot, Ara Zobayan. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, described as a very good pilot instrument rated um he was kobe's private pilot kobe wouldn't let anybody fly him but mr ara uh nine people nine people did not get to go back home to loved ones they left out yesterday morning and did not get to return that is sad in itself. And um, a lot of people think that, you know, the focus is on Kobe and his daughter, Gianna. But the focus is on all nine because that's nine lives that have been taken away from us. Promising. You know, you got the, the, the children, uh, a longtime tenured baseball coach, an up-and-coming basketball coach uh kobe was entering what some may say is uh his second act in life because of his retirement from basketball now he's he moved in and i'm like everybody else i'm still speaking in present tense as if he's still here as if they're still here uh because i'm still in utter disbelief utter shock But that's nine lives lost. And uh we um we we emotionally have to support all the families involved. Uh Kobe leaves behind three daughters, a wife. Uh I, I haven't seen anything about the pilot, uh, Mr. Ara, who he left behind. Um, you had a mother and a father and a, their youngest child perish. So we, we, we have to emotionally, you know, it hurts because a lot of kids lost their hero. Uh, some kids lost their friend. Three little girls lost their dad and their sister. A son and a daughter lost their mother, their father, and their sister. You know, eh, eh, eh. a husband lost his wife. Two husbands lost their wife, I should say. And a daughter. Both. That's a tough pill to swallow. I will say that. Uh few words from the people's choice Don Rodriguez um, who can only put it 
eloquently like he can. And that's one thing about him that if you've ever listened to this show, one thing about Don Rodriguez, he has a word, a way with words. Uh, his statement that he released to the sideline junkies this morning. Uh, it reads in part, I'm not the one to socially or privately speak on hard times like we are experiencing with the loss of Kobe. But knowing what it's like to have mortality show up at your doorstep, I felt compelled. We all walk a balance of thinking we are invincible while planning out our and kids' lives. And yet we've heard time and time again that life is short, so cherish it. Knowing this sucks. Times like this also helps to remind us that we don't have to be a megastar like Kobe Bryant to be a difference maker in someone's life or to live our best moments day by day. Maybe it's time to let go of hate or anger toward another person for non-law and order SVU and criminal intent situations and live today at your best and happiest. Being reminded about mortality sucks, but, but what sucks even more is when your time comes and all that can be spoken about you is how much anger, hate, or despair you had in your heart towards others. So remember to live life. Don't miss life. Thanks. That's from the one, the only, the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know where to... Where to start for myself because I, I've watched Kobe. I've watched him blossom like everybody else on the basketball court. Um, the tributes are fitting. And, you know, it's a lot of people on social media uh, saying a lot of negative things. One thing I'll say, those negative comments, the, the negative memes, um, all those things. Right now is not the damn time. A lot of people are saying, well, you didn't know Kobe personally. Why are you so upset? The basketball world mourns the loss of Kobe Bryant. The basketball world mourns the loss of Peyton. Alyssa and Gianna because those three girls were being trained by <laughs> you know they had one of the best in their ear and they they were going to be something fits to be reckoned with how about that you lost uh, parents you lost friends. So all that negativity that everybody, not everybody, I'm sorry, that people are posting. Yeah, kill that noise. Because now is not the time for it. Okay? I just, I, I've been in a daze since I 
pretty much got the news yesterday and it was kind of wild i was moving through the house yesterday was my day off you know i was moving through the house royal rumble was going to start and i just decided to scroll facebook and i see a facebook friend say kobe died with a bunch of question marks so i searched it and i couldn't find anything so then I, I pulled up Kobe died and everything came out. And it was just my knees got I was standing in, in the hallway in my house and my knees got weak. I thought I was gonna fall. I was like, nah, this has gotta be a sick joke. Like this is not cool. And here it is over twenty four hours later, and I'm still hoping. That it's not true. That That's how deep this is for me. I'm hoping that it's not true. Uh, just. This is tough. I, I, I will say that. Um, let's take a break real quick. Um, come back and. Me compose myself will come back and uh, I'll try to get it together and, and, and get it done so stay tuned all right and just like that we are back uh, I'm not gonna burn your ears off as BJ would say so I'm just uh just gonna let it all spill out, you know. You see all the videos about Kobe talking about his friendship with Michael Jackson, and that was a funny story he told on Jimmy Kimmel. He was he said he drove out the Neverland Ranch and uh he was low on gas. So he didn't see any gas stations on the way out there. And he's talking to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's telling him, you know, how he sold 50 million records and things like that. And he's giving him, you know, the rundown. And as he's getting ready to leave, he's wondering where a gas station is. Michael Jackson said, oh, don't worry about it. We got a gas station on site. And he said, that's when you know you've made it, when you have your own gas station. Not, forget the, the movie theater. Forget the amusement park. The zoo. You have your own gas station. And I've always thought that that was funny. Uh, I got a lot of fond memories of Kobe. Um, 2008 Olympics. And they were going through the trials and everything. And him just interacting with the other players. And then when they went out there and they called themselves the Redeem Team. And they balled out. I think that was the first time since about 92 that I watched nearly every single game. I said, yeah. Now, granted, I, I, I won't say that that team would beat the 92 Dream Team, but it was a damn good team put together a lot of talent, and they meshed well together. That's what I can say. Uh 
last night uh turned on 2k and everybody over there at 2k that's just amazing what you did uh all the 2k players you 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 know you came out for Kobe last night uh everybody that went out to Orange Coast College and put flowers at home plate for coach Alto uh, Belli and his wife and daughter um just the 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 outpouring of love for these families that are going through a tragic time was absolutely needed um I just I'm I'm, I'm sitting here it's uh 11:19 Monday night um uh, everybody will probably hear this on Tuesday but I'm just sitting here I've been reflecting the last 2 days uh my 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 sons are Kobe fans because that's their generation I'm from the Jordan generation you know they are from the Kobe generation and the LeBron generation. Uh, that's where my kids are from. So that's what they know. They know Kobe and LeBron. They they weren't alive when Jordan was playing, even the stint with the Wizards. But uh, to hear all the stories of I, – I, it was a story that I heard this morning. Uh, shout out to Al Galdi for this one. Uh, Kobe could have been a Wizard summer of 2004. Well, was it summer 2004? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Jordan was supposed to go back upstairs after his retirement. And he was going to facilitate, you know, what needed to be done to sign Kobe that summer. Jordan got fired right after the 2002-2003 season. And he wasn't in charge of anything with the Wizards anymore. So that kind of messed that up. But if you've ever watched uh, the NBA TV special, because they did uh, one with Bird and McHale, one with Magic and uh, Isaiah, and one with Shaq and Kobe. And the one with Shaq and Kobe, those two just sitting there talking and about everything that happened. You know, the, the, the so-called feud that really wasn't a feud, but it was more of a, I'll say, a power struggle. <laughs> And one thing, it's an African proverb, and I learned it from Coach John Thompson. He says, when two elephants fight, don't nothing get hurt but the grass. And that that's what that was. That was two elephants fighting. So, uh, and Kobe talked about being traded to Chicago. And him and his wife had looked for homes in Chicago and everything like that. And I thought about it. You know, even when that aired, and that aired, uh, was it last year, All-Star break? Or was it year before last? I can't remember, but I know it was February, and it was around the All-Star break because it was a big thing. And <laughs> I thought about what if. I think that was 07. Nope, no, no. They were still uh, – Shaq and Kobe was still together. It was before 07. But they say 07, Kobe was uh, possibly going to join the Bulls. But bitch, Cup check was like, nope, he's not going to trade him. 
And around the time that Shaq got traded, they wanted to trade him to the Bulls. Mitch Kupchak said no. So damn you, Mitch Kupchak, but I, 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 you can't let a talent like that get out of town. So, But so many fond memories. And then I got a few not-so-fond memories of Kobe. And one of my biggest not-so-fond memories, uh, 2000 Western Conference Finals. Portland's up, what, 25-26? And the Lakers chip away at that daggone lead. And that alley-oop that Kobe threw to Shaq. When Shaq threw that down, you knew for a fact it was over. That was the icing on the cake. They go on to win their first title. You know, Kobe and Shaq win their first title. That was the first of their three-peat. And that wasn't a, that's a not-so-fond memory for me. Uh... I really didn't. <laughs> I wanted to see Portland because Portland had put together a nice team, but hey, it wasn't meant to be. Uh, I, I got so many memories. I mean, I, I remember when he came into the league and I had Live 96 and I put him on Live 96. And I would just use the Lakers to mess around and stuff like that because, you know, playing with the Bulls in 96, it was just a dominant team. So, you know, I would use the Lakers as a second team or the Rockets as a second team. And I would dominate with Kobe because I would let him and Shaq just hog the ball, you know, give each of them 30 and I'm going to win that game. But, uh, Video game wise, I <laughs> and it's funny, very very funny. I sit here and I think about different things. Um, video game wise, you know, we talk about gaming here. I, I had a my player uh, NBA two K thirteen, and I had came up in free agency. My rookie contract was done. I already had two titles under my belt, and I had a chance to go play with Kobe in L.A. And I said, if me and Kobe played together, I could actually play the point guard position and we would freaking dominate. But I said, the game would be entirely too easy if we did that. So I chose not to. I chose to stay in Milwaukee where I was at. And I went on to win another title. But uh, that's just... A few things um, before I get out of here. I just want to leave everybody with this. Uh, death shouldn't let you know that life is short. It should remind you, but you should always have that that thought in the back of your head that life is short. Life can be altered, taken away. In the blink of an eye, split second. You got to always remember that. Every single day. The death of a loved one, a hero, 
a superstar should not have to remind you of that. Always remember that. Always remember that. That is here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, if you haven't really been on social media like that, um, Sharif O'Neal, that's Shaquille O'Neal's son. Kobe texted him. He DM'd him on Instagram yesterday. You good, fam. And that was about 8.30 in the morning. Sharif responded at 10.08. And he said, yeah, I'm good. Just trying to figure out my next move. How you been? That right there, uh, it really messed me up because... He asked him how you been. That how you been messed me up because that's a a, a, a text that'll never be answered. And it hurts. It really does. It it, it hurts. Uh of course all the details are forthcoming and not much can be said. So all the speculation, please stop. And uh, just, not just this time. For the rest of your time here on this earth, hug your loved ones. The People's Choice, Don Rodriguez said it. Jay Williams said it. I'm going to say it. All the petty squabbles. The shit don't matter. Squash it. Because one thing I know personally is a lifetime of regret. Things that you can't get back. Times when you should have took to say I love you, but you didn't. Times you should have said something. The beefing over pettiness that lingered for so long and the time that's lost with that beef. It's not worth it. In my personal life, I live with a regret that I've been living for, living with for 20 years. Over the last conversation I had with someone. Because I. Trying to be hard. Trying to be the big dog. And I didn't. Say what I was truly feeling. 20 years. I've walked around with. And for the rest of my duration. On this earth. I got to live with that. That is. A pain. That I don't want anybody to walk around with. So. That's that's one of the things that I wanted to say to everybody tonight. Uh, the 
the other thing is everybody talks about, you know, they're talking about Mamba mentality. You know, that's always been a hashtag. Take that. Take that Mamba mentality. And don't just use it in sports. Don't use it in basketball. Use it in life. Use Mamba mentality in life. Put your mind towards something. Attack it and go. Own it. Let it consume you. Let it possess you until you get it the way that you want it. And you get it done. That's it. Every day. You got to live like there is no tomorrow. Because sometimes there isn't. Um, um, do you think those nine people got up yesterday morning and knew for a fact that that was going to be the last time? The last day that they saw. You got to live life full on because you never know. You don't have a crystal ball. Nobody can tell you, hey, today is going to be your last day. Live every day as if there is no tomorrow. Everybody say YOLO, no. You live every day. You only die once. So live every day. Like there is no tomorrow. I ain't come here to preach. I'm not, I'm not the preachy type. I'm just saying what's on my heart right about now. Uh, we, we've discussed it amongst ourselves uh, as sideline junkies, but we, we, we see ourselves doing big things. And only thing holding us back is us. And the same thing goes for anybody listening. If it's something that you want to accomplish, only thing holding you back is you. Let's attack it. Get it done. And we're going to live life to the fullest. Uh, rest in peace to all nine souls that were lost yesterday. No, this is not about just about Kobe Bryant. It's not about his daughter, Gigi. It's about all nine souls that were lost yesterday. And I I just. I I, I don't know what else can be said, what else I can say, but. uh, Hey. Whether I know you personally or not, I'll say this. I love you. Every day you wake up with a purpose. It's time to start pursuing it hard and finding that purpose. That's it for me. Uh, I'm signing off. Uh, You get a a, a, a short clip from BJ and uh, I catch y'all on the flip side sideline junkie KG I'm out
This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.